Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Hang, episode 60. My name is John. And I'm Jeremiah. What? It's not Nate! What? How'd you get in here, black man? I came in through the window. Shut up. Give me your panties. What? Who said that? It's dark in here. I can't see. It's because I'm black. Give me your panties. Oh, I can see your teeth. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nathan Hartono is off in China doing his Chinese things. Uh, he'll be back next week. I don't know, eating dim sum. Okay, okay. Uh, inventing pasta. <laughs> Is that what Chinese people do? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good times. That's what Fuck they call the it me. It's all about me. Ah. Uh, yeah, but uh, Nathan will be back next week. Don't worry, guys. Jeremiah kindly um, <coughs> volunteered to fit in because we want to give you content every week because you guys deserve it. And you hey, do. our 60th episode. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, what did we get into this week, Jeremiah? We talked about your thoughts on randomness. On randomness, that's what you've been up to this week, thinking yes. about randomness. And, uh, yes. Uh, X, X-Ustard. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Zustard? Spelled X-Ustard, pronounced custard. But that's coming up soon. Don't worry about it, guys. Upcoming I'll, project Jeremiah's yeah. working on. I talk about um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which I promised we're going to do. We, I promised you last episode that we were going to do a book club episode on. But if those of you who have read it, probably not going to do it. I also give a quick, completely spoiler-free review of Suicide Squad, but more importantly, I talk about expectations and art. Mm. Uh, we then jump into a little bit of We Read Your Shit. We have some fan stuff, just a couple things because we're saving for when Nathan came back, which actually led to a very interesting discussion, a discussion of what Jeremiah and I want to be when we grow up. When we grow up. I think it's copyrighted. It is. Fuck them. Too late. Too late. Uh, blur it, Nathan, if you have to. And last, uh, we skipped games this week because this was quite quickly cobbled together, but we go- we jump into the news. In the news, there's a lot of interesting things. We yes. talk about Tesla. We talk about Pokemon Go. We talk about the Olympics and yeah. all the amazing, crazy things that come with it. It is beautiful. It's a lovely time. <laughs> Thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you for liking us on Facebook. Thank you for subscribing to our Instagram. If you haven't yet, check us out at Good Hang Podcast. Thank you for liking us on Twitter or whatever it is you do. Uh, hey, write a review if you haven't yet. We really appreciate it. A very special thank you to our new Patreon supporters, uh, supporters uh, new and old. You guys are all amazing. Nice to have you guys supporting us, keeping the lights on, keeping the internet connection going, and all that good stuff. Nathan will be back next week for episode 61. Hopefully, that's the plan. And until then, enjoy this episode. Woo! See you guys. What's the worst that can happen? Fiery explosions. Fiery explode. Why? How would fiery explosions happen? I think you said the worst. I'm not saying how it would happen. Well, if we're gonna go with the worst, then we should say that the universe would explode. I guess that would be the worst. Well, I mean, we'd be dead at that. But I'm saying fiery explosions because you could still survive and be in horrible, horrible pain at that point. Yeah. You know, hmm. like that. I think that would that'd be pretty. So bad. you're it's like it's like a philosophical thing. It's like it's like that's not the worst thing because you'd be dead. Right. Exactly. Hmm. But then wait, a fiery explosion. We would die in a fiery explosion. Not necessarily. Just you could lose a couple of limbs. Like people have survived fiery explosions before. I don't know any of them. So what's the worst so that can really, happen? What's the worst that can happen in a fiery explosion? If mm, you're in a fiery explosion, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, third to. Fifth degree burns. There is maybe? no fifth degree. You I'm degree. saying there's fifth degree now. You're making it up. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> Wait, are you sure there's no fifth degree burns? No, man. Third's the worst. Third is like your your flesh is gone. It's like 
Wait, like, okay. First degree is like, oh, there's like a bubble. Second degree is like the epidermis is gone. Third yeah, degree that. is like all the way down to your fucking flesh. Cool. I guess fourth degree would be like to your bones, but that's, 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 that's bad. That's intense. Mm. It happens. Anyway, so but back, back to the point of the worst thing that could happen to you in a fire exposure would be um, essentially all of the important things you need uh, would kind of get seared and cauterized. Like, and I'm not talking about like genitals or anything. I'm talking about important things like mouth and poop hole. Would get sealed up? Well, I mean, you could probably get it surgically reopened. But I mean, just for the interim, that would be really unfortunate. I mean, yeah. Yeah, nothing goes in, nothing comes out. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, you're just like a one-man human centipede. Like, you don't really... That doesn't really work. But you know a what I'm one saying. Man, no, no, I get that. It's yeah. like a closed-loop yeah. human centipede. Exactly. It's like if, if the human centipede was like an... Uh, was a, it was a closed loop. <laughs> I, had not, I had no analogy for that. <laughs> I had no analogy for that. Wait, well, what do you what do you call those those insects that uh, you can cut them off and they still grow back? Like a worm, like an inchworm. Inchworm. Do inchworms do that? Worms do that. Okay, right. Okay. Lizards. We're, we're going to say yeah for now. Tails grow back. I'm going to agree with you, just like you should have agreed with my five to fifth degree. There's birds. a di- okay. Yes, ending doesn't mean saying yes to everything. <laughs> yes, ending is saying yes to the reality that you created. Right. The reality you created was stupid. That's what the Republicans do. So, what do the Republicans do now? <laughs> they create realities and they just yes end it all day long. Fair, fair. Of course. Not, actually, I take that back. I, I'm way too harsh on Republicans. That's what every politician does. That's what you kind of have to do, though, right? Do you? Wouldn't we get so much further if you just tell people the honest truth and say, hey, you know what? Shit's kind of fucked up right now. We don't really have the money to do this. We're going to need you guys to go along and make this happen or and um yeah go with our plan yeah but you're saying that there's like some kind of objective truth to some things i'm saying that's not the case to some things i think there's objective truth to many things no i mean but like the things that matter like you'd be like the like can, like for example if obama was like yeah job rates are up i mean there's studies that show that but i mean like but technically that's a terrible example but like no perfect example trump right he's like when he's always like uh we feel less safe we feel less safe Right. What the fuck does that mean? Right. There's no studies that show it, but right. it's like, but, but, people, if people, say, but if people hear that and they go like, yeah, yeah, I do feel, I do feel less safe. It's probably other. If you're black, it's like it's probably the police officers all around. Right. If you're, uh, or just the world in general. Yeah. If you're a female, probably men. I yeah, feel. that's been a problem for females their whole existence. Okay. <laughs> so we we get, uh, I guess. I don't know, but the fact of the matter is. We're recording on this microphone. It seems to be working okay-ish. Lovely times. I turned on the gain a little bit as we were going because I saw lines that were hitting other lines. I don't know what these things are. Seriously? I really don't. Like, it looks like, to me, it looks like what heart rates look like if you were having a really bad day. Well, you know what they say. They say, no gain, no pain. Right. Actually, they say it the opposite way, but right. I, I felt it was more appropriate. For, it, was for apropos, it was more apropos for the uh, for, for this moment that we're in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, what are we doing? What are we talking about? What, are we, what do you mean what are we talking about? We're just hanging out. Oh, good times. Hey, welcome. Wait, when are we going to do the welcome? Hey, fuck you, man. That's my that's my job to do the hey, welcome, guys. Oh, well, then get to it. No, wait, we're still in the cold open. Don't oh, you okay. feel how cold this open is? I'm pretty damn warm. Right now, we're Unlike the person's ass who gets seared. Ah! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Hang, episode 60. Woo! Who's this? Why does this episode feel blacker than usual? Because John's dick has grown. What? <laughs> hey, no, I looked down and I got disappointed. No, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 
Uh, we probably talked about this in the intro, but yes, Jeremiah Isaac, entertainer, singer, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, general renaissance man, landowner. Are you a landowner now? Actually, no, I'm not. Uh, very soon, very soon though. It, I, I didn't actually purchase when I went back, but it will happen soonish. Yes. Anyway, soon-ish. Jeremiah Isaac is here. He's here to fill in. Yes, Nathan Slot. We miss him dearly. He'll be back soon, unless China takes him forever. Which, let's face it, China's want to do that. Look at Taiwan. Mm-hmm. No, look at Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was a bad. That was almost a really good historical example, right at the cuff of China taking, taking over. Things. I got it. Yeah. To be fair, Hong Kong was with them for. I don't understand. I, I don't think I don't even think people in Hong Kong understand. I don't understand the situation between China. And Hong Kong, or China, and Macau, or China, in any other place. Okay, so says, so Hong Kong was under British rule for a long time, right? Okay, I take that. But I do understand the Hong Kong. In ninety six, ninety eight, ninety six, whatever, whenever Rush Hour came out, <laughs> it referred it back to China. But recently, there was the um, wasn't there something going on like a, a governance policy or something? Where, Probably, like fairly. I want to say like last year or sometime. Huh. Of what? <laughs> like, let's, because I'm going to make this up off the top of my head, something like the contract was running out. That sounds good. Yeah. So Between who and who? <laughs> the contract for China to be like, hey, we own that ass to Hong Kong was running out. Right. And they could probably, I don't know, some, something weird like that. Um, I'll look it up later. Not that it'll matter because we it won't be on <laughs> It won't matter. But the fact of the matter is I'm here at Jeremiah's amazing Woo! Apartment. We are drinking. Is it Jim Beam? I, I think. What? Oh, the bottle's right there. Jim Beam it honey bourbon. Honey Jim Beam. This episode brought to you by Jim Beam. Not really at all. Not really. Like money wise, no. But like the content will be fueled by Jim oh, Beam. Indeed. You know, actually, Nathan and I recorded an episode drunk a couple. Of, uh, was it fifty eight episodes ago? Drunk or tipsy? Because I was. I was tipsy. Okay. Leaning into drunk. Nathan Nathan passed out at the end of the episode. He's a lightweight. I mean, he's he's a thin guy. He's an extreme lightweight. No, he's allergic to alcohol is a thing. He had half... (laughs) I don't feel bad for talking about... (laughs) It's not like he has cancer, knock on whatever. Right. Okay. No. No, he's allergic to alcohol. I mean, so he gets drunk faster. Right. And um, he had half a white Russian. I had two bottles of wine because I'm in a wine phase at the moment. I like wine. Oh, wow. I'm not going to talk about... Okay. Wow. But Jim, this Jim Bean is delicious. It's delicious, right? You don't need to mix it with anything. Right. It's you very just, sweet, but not overly. You sip it straight. It's what I think mead would taste like. Mead, which was the honey beer, right? Yeah, like the things that Vikings would drink. They're like, it's made from honey, but mm. apparently it doesn't taste like honey because it's fermented. It's not like vodka tastes like right. potatoes. Right, very true. Or Jim Bean tastes like... Jim. Jim's or, or beans. beans. But this, apparently yeah. gin does taste like juniper. I, I really don't Is gin from juniper? Gin is from juniper. The, yeah. Juniper is a flower. Yes, and I think it produces a berry as well. Ah, yes, it definitely makes a berry. It's like a small red berry. You see it in like European yes. dishes of some kind. They, I, I, only reason I remember that is from some random movie. Remember that guy who did the mummy? Not he didn't do the mummy, but he played the Rock. No, no, the guy who played Brendan Fraser. That's who. I'm Arnold Vosloo. Yeah, very good, John. That was actually a deeper uh, pick because he actually did play the mummy. Did he really? Arnold Vosloo. Wow, good job. Look it up. Wow. I, I believe you. Okay. Even if I don't, I'm not that interested. <laughs> Brendan <laughs> Fraser. So Brendan Fraser did another movie called, um, damn it, it had the girl with that was married to Hugh Grant. Uh, oh, you're oh the devil. Something. You know what I'm talking Elizabeth about. Elizabeth. 
Hurley. Yes, thank you. And it was like he made a wishes on the little page of devil. Yes. So the only reason I remember that was from watching the movie and where there's this random scene where he's talking. He's supposed to be the smart version of himself. Jin being derived from the juniper plant and people thinking it's from Geneva and some random bullshit. And as a kid watching, I was like, wow, if I remember this, this will make me sound really smart. One day I will record a podcast <laughs> and say that Jin is made from juniper. And I'll be like, that came from the 2000 film Bedazzled. Thank you. There it is. Hey, ooh. 2000. My favorite line from that, ki- uh, from that film is, mm. uh, cocaina, I'm mierda. Oh, because he's like, when he made a wish to be rich and powerful, yeah, and he, he, she made him into a drug, a drug lord. lord. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder if this movie stands up. I mean, it's got a 49 on Rotten Tomatoes, but. Ah, uh, screw Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it was directed by Harold Ramis, the late great really? Harold Ramis. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, and music was done by David Newman. I don't know, that name sounds familiar for some reason. I don't know. Wait, is David. Yeah, David Newman is the. Um... No, that's Paul Newman. No. Who's the guy that does all the. Happy go lucky Shrek sounding stuff like, or I don't know. But D- I, David Newman did Anastasia. That's why his name kind of stands out to me. Okay, Anastasia, underrated film. Check it out now on VOD somewhere. Mm, somewhere. But anyway, we are getting off track, and there's not much of a track to stay on. No, not at all. But you know, yeah, we have Jeremiah, who's gladly Woo. glad to step in for a guest episode. You may have remembered him from episode something. Way back. Silence your phone, you noob. Go off and yeah, stuff, noob. Go get it. I'll fill space while you, you do find that your while phone. I find my phone. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Jeremiah, if you don't know him, if you're a new listener, was a guest of ours. He was maybe in our third or second guest ever. Go back and listen to it. I mean, the that's February. Title. It that's was in February. Was. Uh, so, yeah, he's someone I've worked with a lot, someone I think is hilarious, one of the few people who I think is funnier than me. Definitely funnier than Nathan. So, this might be an upgrade on funny. Plus, we're going to get a little bit tipsy because Honey Jim Beam. Your phone can't be that far. It dinged right next to the microphone. It really did. Why would it? Oh. There it is. It's under my notes. It was under your notes. I like that you're making notes, though. That really shows you're making an effort. I make notes on life, just <laughs> in general. All right. So, Jeremiah, shall we jump into our segments, then? Let's jump. Let's get segmented. All right. All right. Our first segment, Jeremiah, is What You Been Up To? And that music that you didn't hear is the jingle music for it. I heard it. Wait. If you listened back to your original episode before. No, I mean, I, I heard it in my... I wasn't supposed to... What? <laughs> Jeremiah um, might have a brain tumor. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I just want... Terrible okay, no, 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 all, all jokes aside, do you smell peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> it's bread. It's the go-to is, is bread. Is, is it bread? <laughs> Steve, you smell peanut butter. But we are in your kitchen, basically. Right, essentially. Should take yeah. a photo of this. Um... Yeah, what have I been up to? What okay. Been up to you? So I am helping a friend. Um, what are those air quotes about? <laughs> they, I, helping yourself. No, no. Okay, you're helping no. a friend. No, I'm, I'm, I'm helping a friend. Um, they're about to launch their business, uh, Custard.com. It's spelled uh-huh. funny. John hates it. So, I mean, uh, it, it's not, <laughs> it's because it, it's Christmas. That's why it's an X because it's a cross. Sure, John. It looks like X Ustard. And it tastes like delicious. We'll let people judge in the future. They will judge in the future. Um, But so, yeah, helping a friend with that, getting that complete. It's a really nice kind of hipster meets hip hop, uh, uh, basically T-shirt line with a little bit of accessories and apparel. See, my problem is if the people who are doing a thing describe it as hipsterish, 
feel like that's kind of like a fucking slippery slope or. Do you think so? It's like it's like you shouldn't describe your. It should it's, the it's hipsters a, should, should call know it, that no, it's no 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 the haters should call it hipstery. But see, you know what's funny? Is, the hipsters should call it awesome. At this point, I'm sorry for banging things on the table. At this point, everyone, including hipsters, know what it is to be hipster and they know that it's an official kind of style right. like you can't run away from it but do the most hipstery people know that they're hipsters they have to freaking know right. huh. it's like somebody asking do you know you're black Ugh, what excuse me uh have you seen my penis <laughs> anyway so you're helping out you're helping uh, out a friend with a company called yeah, exhausted yeah exhausted um so that's fun uh building a new music studio that's you had just moved into this place, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Magically. Mm. Um, and so we're adding on a nice little music studio there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, or not music studio, recording studio. That's, in a bomb shelter. It's, it's not in a bomb shelter because that would be illegal. So we're not going to oh, say that at all. In a bomb <laughs> a shelter. shelter. Yes, air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> you know, I had never seen freaking bomb shelters until I moved to Singapore. It's weird, right? Yeah. What's even weirder is that a lot of people use them as servants' quarters. Yeah, oh, that's scary. Yeah, it's fucked. But because you, I mean, you know, it's a, a bomb shelter because you have that big fucking circular vent. I yeah. would call it like that's the thing that kind of. It's basically a, for those who don't know, it's basically a closet that I guess has. Re, is, does it have reinforcement? It, no, they they are, there's definitely reinforcement. Like there's, steel. There is actual. Um, there's. I don't know. There's like directions on that door that say, "Hey, this is what your shit is made of." Yeah, because. But yeah. Um, uh, what was I about to say? Uh, I think it's not – I mean, I'm sure it could be used as a bomb shelter, but I think more or less it's kind of like heavy, inclement weather, kind of like there is a typhoon. hurricane, yeah, typhoon coming to wreck your shit. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to. I always thought the main thing was that, like, if when Malaysia comes and starts fucking us up, all the citizens are supposed to get into bomb shelters. <laughs> Whatever, I'm cool. I'm black. I'm closest thing to Malaysian y'all got. <laughs> you could probably blend in. Yeah. Can you do the accent? Uh, no. I just, it would just be horrible. It would be a typical Malay. Right. All the all the Singaporean Malay Indonesian accents I try end up sounding Nigerian. Hello, brother. Hey, why you so like that, man? Oh, God. Why you so like that, man? Hey, what do you call a Jamaican that can't keep his fingers to itself? What? A Pokemon. Hey! hey! Pokemon joke of the day. Topical. There'll be more of those to come. <laughs> Man. So you've been helping out a company. You've been... You get, you're getting your life in gear. You seem like a real adult. Right. And I'm drinking alcohol late mm. at night. I feel grown upsies. You have bright red headphones, though. <coughs> It's true. <laughs> they wouldn't have known that if you didn't say anything. No, I'm going to take a picture and put it on our new fancy Instagram. Wait. Tell me, tell me when you're ready. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I'm just doing this, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's going to um, go on later. So, uh, but yeah, so just doing all of that, doing the regular day, um, writing hella music. I'm actually, now what I'm really trying to get into right now is uh, um, doing a little bit more songwriting for a lot of local artists here in Singapore. Um, help really? them. Yeah. That's great. Not just the one or two that you know, John. Yeah. There are actually several that... Uh, wow, you're being sought after? <laughs> so you, so no, you, you said you're helping them write songs? You're helping them produce? Write songs, uh, record a little bit of music here and there. We got a couple rappers. We have uh, uh, several singers. Um, wow. Some singer-songwriters they want to get into the mix. So, yeah. I wonder if it's, if it's any, any people from, like, Nathan and I's circle of friends. More Possibly. Possibly. 
You say more Nathan's. <laughs> Speaking of music, dude, mm. can, is this a, an appropriate time to talk about? Oh, the, absolutely. The yes. Nathan concert. Yeah. So J- Jeremiah hasn't seen Nathan since Nathan's concert. What? And uh, no, we talked about it a lot. It was, it was a great episode. Oh, wait, just a little bit of background. So for those of you who are hearing Jeremiah for the first time, you actually have quite a. Obviously, you have quite a big background in music, right? You studied mm, it. You got yes. a master's degree, <laughs> almost. I couldn't afford a master's. You had a bachelor's degree, yeah. but you're a very There's music in there somewhere. Accomplished musicianal musical. Yes, he sings great. That's I can hum. I Mary had a little lamb. Anyway, prove it. <laughs> okay, that was nice, right? Right. Moving so yes, yeah, so about Nathan's concert. Yes, what was that, um, dude? I in okay. So you were there with me, duh. yeah. And we couldn't, because, you know, there was, like, the throng of fans. So we couldn't just, like, walk straight up to him. And, like, you know him like your friend. And yeah. be like, good job, dude. Give him a high five. And I really wanted to say that. I was thoroughly impressed. Like, yeah. okay, so first of all, I wasn't, I didn't expect them to be bad. I expected them to be, you know, decent to good, I right? I mean, Esplanade Concert Hall. Yeah. Right, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this, this, this is going to be pretty good. But it it surpassed my expectations in so many ways. First of all, the dude, I mean... Chord structure, lyrics, just <laughs> general groove. Even man, I have never seen. Okay, let me not say never. I rarely see an Asian man that can get into a pocket so much. He knows what that means. Trust me. I know what that means. Okay, so but I mean, so he was he was on it, right? Um, so it was a beautiful thing. He was hitting these beautiful songs. He had what was the one song about uh, about death? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm man, I was like, ah, that was a tear jerker. I mean, seriously, there wasn't a dry eye or a uh, dry eye or, or a pant yeah, leg in the house. Yeah, yeah. no, and, and the then he had the little teeny boppers there that just hung on everywhere. Yeah. And he had the most um, random jokes, and it was you know when jokes are so bad. Yes, that they're great. Yeah. You're like, that was not funny at all, but I have to laugh at this whole situation. Like, that kind of thing. Like, at the top of the show, when he did his, he played his announcement. Yeah. Which, uh, like, Actually, that, no that secret, was I good. recorded that. Right. Like, that was me. And he mm. came on stage. Like, he, the joke was that, like, he was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm making an announcement, telling people not to take uh, pictures. And he's like, no, it's fine. Take pictures. Big cheer. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, but aren't you supposed to be on stage? He goes, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, fuck, and runs. <laughs> he, right? committed. he committed. And then in the live concert, he actually ran on stage. I was like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, but no, he was great. And I've good. seen him perform like three or four, a couple times, right? But this concert was probably when he was most on point. Mm. And, like, I can only speak from a performer's point of view. Like, mm. his banter was natural, every, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, from a musical point of view, obviously, you would do Yo, better. It was, it was on point, yeah. But, I mean, from, even from my latest channel, like, I'm blown away by these songs. And I've heard a couple of them a couple of times. And, yeah. Nathan, you're good. Good stuff, man. I was Fucking thoroughly, thoroughly... I'm not going to say surprised. I, I, I had a feeling he was good, but... It it met and exceeded expectations. That's cool, man. What was the what was the song where he was like, oh he yeah, he it was like kind of like a love jam, like a like a kind of funky feel to it. And he said something like uh, before the song, he no after the song he was like no before the song he was like yeah this song it's for the lulls. Now oh his Chinese song was it was that yeah the, Chinese? the one that was for the lulls was the Chinese song. And we we were sitting there trying to figure out like okay did he say lulls or for love of love because. And like we were like, no, it, it must be for the love. That's that, that's that's what he said. Because <laughs> the song got all. I had, of course, Chinese people around me who can translate for me and say, oh no, this is this is totally a love song. Okay, okay, he must have said love. And then we find out later, no, he said for the lulls. The lulls. And I was like, how does that make sense at 
at, at all? What, where, where is this coming? What is this? What was the Chinese? It's because he doesn't normally sing in Chinese. I mean, he does now. So it's for the lulls. He's got to explain that, man. For him, it's because it's this song. Which actually, it's funny because it's now his most what he's most well known for. Mm. Yeah, man, right. that was the jam right there. And everyone, everyone, who, everyone listening to this now knows where this is from because this is what he's doing on Sing China. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, and Jing the Shao. That's what I'm saying, right? You there. guys know this song. And Jing the Shao. Yeah, gangster. So that, yeah, but that's where that's where he is now. He's in China oh, nice. recording this thing. He'll be back sooner, hopefully, rather than later. Ish. But we wish him all the best and cool. So that's what you've been up to recently. Yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, I thought I was gonna have to ask you that, make to ask me. This <laughs> is natural. You should have your own podcast. <laughs> Thanks, no. Black Talk, with Jeremiah. <laughs> Why has it got to be Black Talk? I do other things, but well, I, I I'll but say always as a black person. It's true. Ninety eight percent of the time, I am black. Ninety percent. The other two percent, you're just. Malay, I guess. <laughs> I like to Man. Think, I like to think of myself as Lithuania. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. What have you been up to, Juanes? Uh, well, I usually take this segment as a chance to like share my thoughts based on what I've experienced this week. So this week, uh, I've covered, I've read, I should say, uh, a couple, or, or experienced a couple of things from media. So I watched Suicide Squad, mm. and I read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, the new one. Is that the one they're making the musical after? The play. Oh, it's, it's a play. It's it, not a musical. Which is actually kind of crazy. The, the, the play came out on July 30th, which is Harry Potter and uh, J.K. Rowling, Rowling's birthday. One of those. Whatever. And so, that, so, the, so did the published book came out. It came out at the exact same, exact same time, which is okay. fucking gangsta. Right. Like, we're going to put on a, a super sold out play on the West End, and we're going to publish a book. Huh. But And then Suicide Squad, I watched a couple of days after that. Um, but I want to take this time to talk about expectations and real experiences. Because I feel, uh, we've talked about this in history, of how, like... I'm easily swayed by what my expectations are. Because going into Suicide Squad, which you you haven't seen yet. I have not seen to. it yet. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hearing crinkles the and I'm cat. hoping it's not the cat. Happy. Happy. Guys, I'll see, put, I'm, okay. Nathan has... Nathan, Nathan has... Nikki, the Black Nathan. Black Nathaniel. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying Nathan, his dog Nikki is always fucking us up. And now apparently your cat Happy is like, I don't know. Where the hell is she? Crinkling around. Somehow she's gotten inside of a drawer. What? A dog would never do that. I have no idea how she fucking did that. Anyway. That's a fuck. Okay, whatever. All right. So expectations. Like, so I look, I I feel like, you know, people say they have a good gaydar. Okay. If it's a skill they have, right? I I feel like I have a pretty decent sense of like watching a movie trailer and like knowing pretty, pretty well how much the quality of the movie is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, that movie's going to tank. So that's, mm-hmm. actually, me and me and Nathan basically have a bet going on of whether Suicide Squad was going to be the best movie or the worst movie. Right. I, of course, saying it was, it was the worst. And so, yeah, I mean, there's no surprise. I mean, right now, I think it's got like a 27 on Rotten Tomatoes last time I checked. So really low. But I had a fairly, compared to my friends, I had a really decent time. Like, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. It helped that I, I watched a show with a friend of mine who's hilarious. I watched it with Coral. Okay. Sorry. And then uh, we just joked about it afterwards. Uh, but in the moment, yeah, I mean, not a good film by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you watch it and you'd be the one to judge. But my expectations were so low that I had a decent enough time. <laughs> so because you lowered expectation. Yep. 
you enjoyed yourself. Yep. And the same thing happened with me with Batman vs. Superman. Like, again, not a great movie. I tried rewatching it, got bored, stopped. Hmm. Right? But it, I never felt like it was a waste of my time, which is, you know, a horrible thing to feel after watching right. a movie Any, or a TV you, show. Anything you spend money on. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Or not, not even that. Something you devote your time to. Right. Right. But, like, when I came to Curse a Child, my expectations were super high. Like, I was like, oh, fuck, a new Harry Potter book. And okay. I knew vaguely what it was about, that it was in the future about Harry's kid and, like, his exploits at Hogwarts. I'm like, this is going to be great. It's going to be a, it's gonna be uh, made into a play. Um, I didn't check out the footage yet because there's trailers for the play. I didn't check it out. Okay. But I was like, this is going to be awesome. And I sat down and read it. And I read it. And I was like, okay, interesting. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. But at the end, when I finished, I was like, don't think that was good. Are you planning to read it all? Are you a Harry Potter fan at all? I will just wait for the movie. I'm not a Harry Potter reader, but I do enjoy the movies. Fair enough, fair enough. Actually, if you like the movies at all, I would suggest going back and reading the books. Because they're fun for all ages. Says you. They're surprisingly deep, too. Um, I feel like your cat isn't... Do you have a drawer that just has plastic bags? (laughs) That's what it feels like, right? Okay, hold up. Move your leg. How the hell does she get in there? Is she really in there? I hear her. Never mind. Okay. Okay, the cat's just going to die. Goddamn cat. Okay, so so your what you've been doing has been uh, juxtaposing expectations? I guess so, yeah, because like I guess my expectations are so high. I think objectively both of Suicide Squad and Harry Potter, if there was some kind of a way of quantifying how good it is or, or whatever, it's probably about the same. About the same. Mm. Chris Shaw probably a little bit better. I will say it's probably better when you watch it. Like, on stage, I bet it would be amazing. Because I'm looking at the stage directions, too. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, fucking, the world turns upside down, reverses, time stops, and it goes backwards. I'm like, that would be cool if it was staged well. Okay. But, like, as a read, not so good, man. It read, like, bad fan fiction. Or mediocre fan fiction. And J.K. herself actually wrote this. Um, That's the thing. There's three writers. Ah. So, it's her, a, a, a quite a well-accomplished playwright slash film writer, and someone else. Someone who probably just... See, it, it's it's not to say that in their own rights each of them isn't talented, but you know, man, too many cooks spoil the broth. Yeah, or just like ooh, new T-shirt. Okay, go ahead. Right <laughs> for your friend. For my friend. <laughs> All right, great. Good thing that yep, your friend has such a good friend in you. Um, yeah. So I'm just I'm wondering, have you ever experienced that? Where you're, are you easily swayed by expectations? Uh, no, because I don't expect anything. Ah, you're very zen-like about that. I'm, I'm not saying I, I'm, I expect things like, okay, I expect the bills to come around the 28th. I also expect payday to be around that same time. But I mean, as far as, yeah. <laughs> as far I'm like, as, I'm like, I think about that for a second. I'm like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I do expect that payday should be around the same time every month. You would hope. Um, but as far as uh, negative or positive experiences. I try. It's it's. I try to ride the ride. Try to ride the ride. That doesn't sound right. Try to ride the wave. Just to see how it goes. Yeah. You, know, sure. you know. Maybe I'll learn something sure. from it if I enjoyed it. Or, or. And the thing is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I do this. You know what I mean? Because I will say though that the few. T- I'm trying to think of when those moments were where I was expecting something huge, and, it, and the thing that I experienced was even better. Maybe Force Awakens. Mm. Like because okay. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So. Oh, I still haven't even seen that. Shut up! Really? Why? Why have I feel like I. Yes, I have. I take that back. I have seen it. Yeah, I did. I 
saw it off of popcorn time. <gasps> I'm a horrible person. Okay, never mind. Whatever. They made over a billion dollars. Yeah, they're good. They, they don't need they're my good. extra seven dollars. They're good. Fucking George Lucas comes in. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the Lucas impression. I guess so. Oh, oh God. Check on my beard. It goes on my chin and goes on my chest. Oh, God. Good times. But yeah, mm. that's what I've been up to. Just experiencing that. I'm trying to think of this because I try to also recommend TV shows or movies lately. Um, guys, if you haven't watched Stranger Things yet, Nathan just finished it. So this is awesome. What is that? Are you a Netflix subscriber? I am not. I subscribe to nothing in life. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, j- YouTube? Right. That works sure. for me? Yeah. YouTube. Yes. So go Air ahead quotes. and YouTube this show called Stranger Things. It's great. Um, a couple of people have been responding as well. It's been very well received on the, amongst the Good Hang Gang and I recommend it. It's like uh, we've covered this before, but just really quickly, it's um, four kids in the 80s who get pulled into some kind of fantasy sci-fi mystery. Mm. And it's Stephen King meets the Goonies meets Stand By Me. It's fucking... You'd love it, I think. I think you'd quite like it. I'm, I'm so far loving it. There you go. Check it out. Stranger Things on Netflix. Stranger Things. That's right. No relation to Stranger Danger. Uh the theme would if the kids knew about Stranger Danger, this show would be much shorter, I feel. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no candy. I'm right near it. Good times. That's what happened. That's why all films uh with uh African American protagonists would be like Like, no, it's no, we gotta go. It's it's ghosts making no, noise. Don't go in there. Shit. Yeah, let's not go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's not go in there. Yeah, let's not. See my black voice? <laughs> that was pretty good. It's pretty good. I've been working on it for reasons I will not touch upon. You you, you have a good Cleveland voice, I think. I retried. <laughs> I've never done it for you. You're probably confused oh, me. Say, Pina, that's just crazy. That's Why would you? Well, it's kind of like that. Yeah, that, that was me. That was Pina, you are a card. Some something weird like that. Yeah, gotta work on it. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's cool, and that's what we've been up to. Yeah. Da, da, da. All right, so I feel like this is a time when we should jump into fan stuff. Mm. And we have a lot of things to read that actually I want to save for Nathan. Okay. I'm trying to find if there's anything else I could touch upon and, and go with you. Yes, we do, actually. Uh, Kenneth Wong, hi, Kenneth, on hey. Twitter, said uh, regarding our last episode, uh, interesting revelation from last episode. I'm at an age – wait, hold on. Did I make a point to play the music? We'll let Nathan figure that out because Nathan is going to edit this. Okay. Nathan, play the music now if you need to. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask because we read your shit. Nathan, edit this out if you need to. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Wong on Twitter. Uh, interesting epi- relevation, uh, revelation from last episode. I'm at an age when Facebook comments and what friends think don't matter anymore. Bullshit. I am. I'm not going to say my He's age. He's at least at a point where he can where he that thinks, that's an idea. Yeah. Right, where he thinks that's an idea. But, no, no. but maybe he does give him benefit of the doubt. I mean, you are of a certain age and you right. still give a shit. Is that what you're going to say? I'm going to say I give um, a uh, mild much, much shit. shit I mean, no. I mean, well, it depends on something. It depends on what it is that I'm in, the, my level of investment in, whether it's a poster or something like that. But. Everybody cares. Everybody likes a like. Everyone, everybody likes it. Ooh, that's a new song right there. Everybody, everybody likes, likes a like. like. Mm. Nathan, write that one down. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all and right. then he goes on to ask in another tweet, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Jeremiah, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, okay, I'm going to give you something that's 
kind of sad and some that's kind of funny. Okay. When I was a kid growing up in the main streets of D.C. Yeah. Um, actually, it was, it was pretty Which, rough. when you were growing up, were fucking... Yeah, yeah no, crazy. yeah. The 80s yeah. in D.C., yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, I, I Honestly, when people used to say that, I would I was kind of a smart-ass little kid, but I knew what I was talking about. I would right. always say, I, I just want to be alive. Because <laughs> statistically, I would be, yeah. Jail or yeah, dead. That's awful. (laughs) Um, I want to be alive and not in prison. Right. That's these are the things that I would like to accomplish. And I want a black man to be president. Shut up, young Jeremiah. That would never happen. Ronald Reagan forever. (laughs) Vocational. (laughs) Um, uh, What do I want to be when I? I, In truth, outside of being alive, um, I've never had personally. I've never had a. one specific goal in mind. I'm like, oh, this is it. I need to dedicate myself to that. I tell you what really, the what excited me as far as, well, I didn't know if it was a vocation, but excited me was when I learned about um, like a Da Vinci and people of that cloth, because that's when I understood like a Renaissance man was mm-hmm. like people who could, even if, well, Da Vinci was awesome at everything. He was he did, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if, one. Yeah. even if you're not the you know, jack of all trades and all stuff like that. It's it's still a an, an endeavor, a laudable endeavor, I think, to try and I don't know work and be as well rounded as possible. Did that That's actually sense? something I think about a lot. Is you say work well rounded? I think about being like a thoughtful person mm. and, a, and a decent con- contributor to society. Because something I've always thought about is like. Or a thought that's never really entered my head is like, I want to be a performer, and that's like a selfish thing. I want to do it because I feel like even though I'm a performer, even though it's a blast, like acting and hosting and improv and comedy is, is so much fun, I feel like it's actually giving something to the people that are in the room or mm. that you know see you on the screen. Getting some from it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lightening them or it's giving them something to think about. It's, it's, it's a, I feel like it's honestly a positive contribution to society it is a reciprocal relationship yeah. and you're right and when you're saying you want to be a well-rounded person i mean maybe you're t- it's 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 a way of looking more inner inwards but i mean once you are a well-rounded person once you know about things once you once you watch the young turks non-stop i do enjoy <laughs> some young turks. young turks that's that tells you how old i am yeah yeah anyway. but yeah it makes you a, a pretty decent human being which i think would make you a better friend a better lover a better son father whatever you want to be son father so what do you want to be when you grow up? A good son father. Yes. I don't. I, I want to do everything. I want to keep singing. I want to keep writing music. I want to keep creating yeah. works of art, maybe sell some of them off. I want to uh, – I actually am really interested in doing a um, vertical farming. I'm still interested what in that. What does that mean? No, it has nothing to do with marijuana yet. Yet. <laughs> Jinx. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah, just pretty much trying to grow uh, produce without – Soil, so no, yeah, soil. Yeah, well, is that, I like, mean, is that like hydroponics? It, the way I would do it would be aquaponics. So you, well, so the plants wait, wait, would aqua and hydro, <laughs> hydro. But it means are it the means words. it means different things. Shrewd so hydroponics Shrewd. are uh, it's it's a, a open system where you kind of um, that's hydro. This is hydroponics. Hydroponics, yeah. So you you kind of have to uh, keep adding nutrients into the water that you're growing the plants in and huh. everything like that. Aquaponics actually deals with fish. So you take what? the you actually take you grow the, fish. 
Well, you can. You do fish grow- trees? Yes, dude. Fish plants. You get a chop tree? Tilapia pops, son. Get so, some. Salmon bush. <laughs> Shut up, motherfucker. Listen. <laughs> I'm so, listening. So, I'm listening. But I felt like this conversation was getting very uh, intellectual. Something that doesn't happen oh, too much. Oh, Nathan's here, so I have to bring the yuck yucks. Okay. Okay, so you're looking at aquaponics. Aquaponics, you, you take Which, the Which, by the way, is why I can read today. Aquaponics <laughs> works but, uh, for me. I got you. That's nice. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, wait. Now I forgot the original right, one. Aquaponics and something about fish. Oh, oh, oh. Fish. You take the fish waste. The fish waste that becomes nutrients for the plants. That grows, um, and the actually, so you can use soil in that if you have worms in your soil for the plants that are receiving nutrients from that, right. take the worms back out of that, put it in the fish, fish keep feeding. So it's kind of like this closed loop of that's uh, some crazy circle of life type shit, man. Yeah, and then the fish grow from that, and you can eat those too. You have a protein now. So, wait, 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 okay, in my head, I see like a fish tank with a tree growing out of it and fish are fucking eating the roots is that basically what happens not dying in the roots not exactly no fish waste meaning like when you because you'll clean out their what whatever their water is yeah you'll clean that out the plants and the fish are separate right they're completely separate right you'll filter out the fish poop right just scum in the same way that cow poop essentially is the nutrients for the food we eat now Uh So it would be just oh, that's interesting. fish poop instead of yeah, and then you can wow. raise that protein. Yeah. Anywho's, so that you is do that indoors. You can, you wow. can, you so can do that's it. That's what you want to be when you go. We want to be a fish poop farmer. That is one of the things I would also like to run a, a small B and B. Call it Chocolate Thunders. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> why, uh, why Chocolate Thunders? I, I'm, I'm being facetious. The Thunders part I get, but the chocolate, the chocolate. <laughs> Please expand on that idea. Um, you are loud. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, in general. Oh, I thought That's you meant right thunders. now towards the mic. Um, no, I mean, yeah. I just, I'm still looking at these fucking lines on my garage, man. I'm seeing fit, things hit things and whatever. I just so, want to yes. do as much exciting and helpful stuff as possible. So you do that. You can grow food for cheap. Then you get to a point where you can provide more jobs. Hell, give some food away. Yeah. You know, I'm just still interested in doing the shipping container things. Let's, let's yeah. provide some. Uh, actually, talk about housing. that. That's actually really interesting. So Jeremiah had this notion, this idea, which is an ex- What's, what's the one? What do you do? see that little house right there? That's a little shipping Oh, container. okay. He started playing something I didn't know. Okay. So you guys know shipping containers. If not, head over down to Keppel if you live in Singapore and look at those big fucking things <laughs> that are on the big fucking ships. Yep. Or watch Captain Phillips because he's the captain now. Uh, <laughs> and those big rectangular <laughs> containers. The butt of Optimus Prime. So are they speak. really? What do you mean? His ass. They they are. The, oh, I see what you're saying. When he's on the street. When he's. On I thought you say like when he's standing up. No, when he's standing up. That's the <clears throat> no. It's just something else. Because I'm saying like, what are they trying to? How the hell did you even get down Where did there? Where that cat come from? <laughs> just freaking Houdini. Yeah. Um. What was I about to say? Um. Uh, the, so the ass of Optimus Prime is shipping container. This is shipping container. Okay. If it, if it was his ass when he was standing up, then. You know, I think he'd be like stereotypically white. Yeah, or Kim Kardashian. Yeah, well, she doesn't really have a. Well, flat it, ass. it depends on which way it goes. Like, oh, okay, if yeah, it's like if Optimus it's Prime, and then like it's sticking like out that big. way. Anyway, we're moving. We're, 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 we're losing. <laughs> so um, there's a movement going on in the world where people are using uh, discarded shipping containers, shipping containers yeah. to create affordable housing. Yes. Yeah. And we can do that. We can do free housing if you want in some places. Yeah, and they make it to schools as well, right? They kind yeah. of stack them up and they do really and interesting Actually, the new – well, now I, I hesitate to use them as an example because I've seen actually how it can be done. But the new um, – uh, think about it. Timber Plus here in Singapore – 
they are, the uh, restaurant and uh, yeah, co- co- oh, I'm gonna, the musician musical I'm venue. I'm going to fuck this up. No, it's this. Well, this they do have music that plays there, but it's more of a um, a copidium. Damn, I fucked that up. What uh, is what? It's a copidium. <laughs> Dude, how long have you lived here? <laughs> and it's National Day today. Oh, Majula, I'm sorry. Samuaki Tabe Seru Majula, Singapore. You can't uh, say that shit, but you can't say Kopi Chum. I fucking. And you can't say Kopi Tiam. Kopi Tiam. Kopi Tiam. Um, now I'm really conscious about it. Now I don't even know what the fucking word is. <laughs> it's the Jim Beam. Um, so, the, that place, it's nice, but it, it kind of has a. Uh, no, it's, but it's more wait, just the facade. Isn't Timber Timber is like a bar? They have that? three. They have several different places. Yeah, this new all... one is called Timber Plus, and it's kind of high in whatever Hawker Center kind of food. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, cat. I'm going to put you outside. Yeah, do that. But um, but yeah. So that's 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 pretty much it. Wait, you sorry. You were saying that Timber Plus is it's a shipping container. It's they have several shipping containers built around kind of like a facade, but there's still a lot of unnecessary things that they've. And it, is it open already? You know? Yeah, huh, interesting. It is definitely food there is pretty good. They have some really delicious stuff. Gotta check that out. Where's that at? Do you know? Uh, I want to say something, not Clementi, but something near Clementi, like in the West, on huh? the Wild West. Uh, sure, let's say that. <laughs> It's it's not Clementi though. I want to say something like one of those loops, like Pasir. I, I don't know. I'll look it up. It's in the show notes. You guys can check it there out. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. So you want so you want to make houses like I that? Want right? to, I want to. You want to buy your mama house? I want to keep creating in every aspect of life. That's pretty cool. That's what it is, and I want cool. yeah people to try and take advantage of it. What do you want to be while I put this cat outside? Oh uh, yeah, good question. Uh, my thing is, uh, growing up in the mean streets of suburban Virginia, not too far from Jeremiah, is, man, I just wanted to be rich and have a really pretty wife who cared about me, uh, a stable job where I could just do whatever I want all day and act on the side. No, act. No, I just want to be an actor. I just want to perform. Same thing. I want to be an artist, whatever that means. The same way you're talking about you want to create all the time, I want to do the same thing too. But I feel like I'm a lot lazier than you are. I mean, I try. I don't think you're lazy. I think it's just, um, <clears throat> I didn't, I'm in a weird transitional phase in my life where I'm still kind of trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. It's like, you know, it's like uh, up, up until a couple years ago, I still had that that notion, the dream of being like going to Hollywood and like getting that shit going. But now I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's reel that back in and let's get a little bit more realistic. I mean, I feel like I still could be a performer for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But if I supplement that with other things, hosting, photography, which I love almost as much as I love acting, mm-hmm. I feel like I can have a pretty decent life here. Good times. In this earth. <laughs> I mean, I, what I mean by that, I didn't mean specifically you Singapore, do. which okay. I do like Singapore. I don't mind staying here for a while. But yeah, when I, when I go up. Right. I'm going to create things. Here's to creating things. Let's cheers our glasses. Cheers. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Bourbon out of wine glasses. Mm, gangster. That's how we roll. But thank you for our question and thank you for the follow on Twitter. Woo! Kenneth, you are a good dude. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess it would probably, it wouldn't be fair to read out the other things I've received, but I received a couple messages. Um, so I just want to give a quick. Shout out to the following people. 
uh, Joyce, hope you're hanging in there. Hey, Joyce. Joyce, Sean, and Frederick. Thank you for the messages. I, I messaged you back personally. I hope you got them. We will read your messages out when Nathan gets here. I, I'm sure he'd love to hear it. And I hope you guys are all uh, continuing to be awesome. And Woo. we'll talk to you next week. Hang yeah. in there. Hang in there. Don't Good forget. hang in there. Good hang in there. Nice. Right. Well. All right. So now I do believe it is time for the news. One, two, three, four. World news, interviews, wall on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, racist friends, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? Right. The news. And there's actually quite a lot to talk about here, Jeremiah. Okay. Like, oh, oh. Full disclosure, guys. Uh, this was this this recording session was cobbled together quite the last minute, so I didn't have time to come up with a game because usually we play a game here, and I thought maybe it was something about single word trivia, but no. Nah. So it's okay. It's okay. We uh, we well between you and I both, we do know one specific Singapore That's trivia right. game. River in Singapore, Singapore River, River Singapore. Uh, anyway, so let's jump into the news, and there's quite a lot to talk about. Um, one thing I like to talk about, I like to keep up with what's going on with Tesla and all things Elon Musk. Mm. Check out this headline, Jeremiah. Listen, I love Tesla. Tesla car drives owner to hospital after he suffers pulmonary embolism. Shut the front door. Pulmonary embolism is a blood clot. Pulmonary embolism is a blood clot that end, that like goes to your lungs and it's and like heart, it feels yeah. like a heart attack kind of thing, but, it's, but it's, it's not as bad. It's pretty bad. It's like if he didn't make it to the hospital, he would have died. So here's the article. Uh, Joshua Neely was driving his Tesla Model X home from the office in Springfield, Missouri, to nearby Branson, Missouri. Uh, after pulling onto the highway, he started suffering piercing pain in his stomach and chest. Rather than calling an ambulance, the lawyer decided to find a hospital using his car's self-driving mode. Around 20 miles down the road, the 37-year-old Tesla arrived at the road leading to the hospital's emergency department. He told Slate Magazine that he manually steered the electric vehicle to the car park and checked himself into the emergency room. Uh, doctors say he was lucky to survive it while he was driving. But fuck, man. So he basically was just like... Tesla, bring me to hospital. <laughs> Just like, and the car drove for him, and he only he only took back the steering wheel when he was actually at the hospital. Weird. Isn't that crazy? Wait, how old was he? Uh, thirty-seven. Hi, hi. In real life, knocking on your door. Right. That's that's can happen. No, it's not one of those things that's like it's like an age thing. A pulmonary, an embolus, like that can happen like to right. anyone. Really, it's kind of sad. Actually, I think one of my friends in high school died from that. That's that's what we're thinking, or it may be a cerebral. Emblem. Anyway, downer news. Right. Good hang. Well, but still, I mean, he made it there with the help of technology. So there's the positive. Exactly. Point. Exactly. Because um, uh, recently Tesla has been the news because just for the first time uh, in May, a driver died using the automatic driving function. But he did something stupid. I remember this story. Or, I don't know if it was stupid so much as it was like. Um, it's just like a one in a million shot. Like the color of the thing he hit matched. It was so black and like the way the lights were something crazy. I don't no, really know the details. No, of that. okay. I'm sorry. I, I apologize to the person. I just I, I heard a completely separate story where someone was um, uh, someone was doing something like just going. I don't know, uh, topping out the speed limit with their friends and kind of joking around, playing video games while they were driving, right? Not paying attention at all, like. That kind of one of those things. No, but like the this. Well, that. Well, that. Well, yeah. Well, this. 
was something different for sure. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's but isn't that fucking crazy that a machine saved this guy's life? Basically, yeah, that's a nice. machine, but also the 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 thoughts and ideas and the hard work of you know the human like Tesla, yeah, and Elon Musk in speci- specifically because he's just the shit. Like I said, I don't want to live in a world that doesn't have Elon Musk in it. He's gangster. Well, you better pray because I think Trump's going to kill him. Why would Trump? I think <laughs> Musk should kill Trump, dude. He's so smart enough to kill him and get away with it. Elon Musk, if you just randomly happen to come across this. If you're just like this, surfing iTunes. Right. And you come across podcast. this podcast. Listen, I was just listening to this thing the other, uh, actually not the other day, this morning. I'm talking to you in hushed, dulcet tones, Elon. Listen, pay attention. There's a place in Yellowstone National Park where you can kill someone and not be arrested for it. If you can devise some really cool technological way to get Donald Trump to Yellowstone National Park, it's like that middle part between, I don't know where the fuck Yellowstone is, Idaho and Wyoming, Zimbabwe or something. I don't know. You take him there and you kill him. And because it's government land, but not in any specific state jurisdiction, you're home free. Elon, you're smart enough. You can devise this. Make it happen for it. The world will love you. Okay, moving on. Yeah, I'm not saying that's impossible that he hears it, but... There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. But I feel like I also give that idea to other people who are not as smart as Elon Musk, but can still probably pull it off. Get Trump to uh, Yellowstone National Park. I think it's Yellowstone. Yeah, or that that, or you could go to that suicide park in Japan and make it look like a suicide. There's a suicide park in Japan. Yeah, man. You didn't know about this? It's like it's like I think it's at the foot of Mount Fuji, and like people just go there and fucking commit suicide. That is simultaneously sad and epic. Yeah, what the, what, uh, I believe Vice did uh, a video on it on YouTube. I will link it in the show notes, guys. Have a actually, look. yeah, and it's, it's not like a creepy video. It's actually very interesting. Uh, Suicide Park, Japan. I'll make a little moment myself. Okay, check Vice for that same uh, place in Yellowstone National Park where it's illegal to kill people. I love Vice. It's very interesting stuff they put on there. <laughs> they have some crazy shit. Uh, another news story I want to talk about. Uh, there's a young French man named Paul Pogba. Who is now see? Uh, who is now signed uh, for Manchester United mm. for a hundred million pounds? That's good for him. Breaking records. The reason I'm bringing it up because I'm a United fan. I love Paul Pogba. He's my boy, and I never get to talk about sports when Nathan's here. Does he not like sports? He doesn't like any. Yeah, no, he doesn't like sports. I mean, I'm okay with sports. I'm not like the biggest sports fan, but yeah. Okay, well, yay! Let's let's celebrate. Black that. man worth a hundred million pounds. Ole, ole, ole. Wait, is that good soccer? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. There you go. All right, moving quite along. That was just no. Nah, I'm just fucking around. Um. Uh, oh, this week in Pokemon Go, we really <laughs> are making this a fucking week. So, Iran is the first country to ban Pokemon Go. Now, what in the name of sweet Pikachu? Was their reasoning? Yeah, that's the thing. They're obviously, because they're Iran and that's how they roll, they don't really have to give a solid reason. They're just citing uh, security concerns. Okay, so this is where I think they might have a point because conspiracy theory. Yep. Pokemon Pokemon Go basically allows people to take, well, not necessarily pictures, but it allows the game to see whatever environment you're in. It uh, it superimposes the Pokemon and whatever yeah. over top of your actual walking environment. Yeah. Who's to say that that isn't recorded and... You think Iran's trying to protect its people? From... Dude! The U.S. has been trying to bomb Iran since 
since 2008 with McCain. Yeah, but I thought that Iran would be – the Iranian government would be trying to protect itself from its citizens. I think I think self-preservation is the – whatever, is the goal no matter who – Let's see. Let's see. This is, is according to PCMag.com. Uh the High Council. Oh, by the way, the 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 government body that that uh, banned this thing is called the is called the High Council of Virtual Spaces. Virtual space. <laughs> that is so, dude. Hi there. I'm the chairman of Facebook. Uh, questions here. Hello. No, wrong accent. Hello. I'm the chairman of Facebook of MySpace. <laughs> I'm very old. No one cares about me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we they said they they didn't elaborate on what the security concerns were, but that PC Magazine have their guesses. Uh, Pokemon Go can encourage players to get creative with their sleuthing at all hours of night, which can provide troublesome, which can prove troublesome. Uh, trespassing apparently is a concern. Uh, it's also possible that Iran wants to stop the quote Pokemon effect of tens, if not hundreds, of thousands of people hanging out in the same area for hours at a time, or even. A few cases where Pokemon Go players are robbed or assaulted when walking around pokey stops in particular areas. That happens. I don't I, know, man. I, I honestly don't. Now, this, I honestly don't think it's. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's about the protecting of the people and all of that. Whatever social safety concerns. I think it's more about they're afraid of what person that they've given access. One person they've given access to. Whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, government building or so on and so forth that will just be playing Pokemon Go that one time and then and then what and then who's I don't I don't know who's over Pokemon is that Saban no who owns Pokemon you mean yeah I don't know okay whatever Bob Pokemon and then the Pokemon people transfer that information back to the U S and then U S is like fucking got you drones drones <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Gotta catch them all. Catch these bombs. The sound of bombs, as everyone knows. Oh my god. Jeez. So yeah, that's this week in Pokemon Go. And Jeremiah, the Pokemon Go is not the only games that are getting uh Band? coverage really? in the world today. The Olympics! Oh! Have started, and my God, since I've been this is maybe like what uh, thirty, so divided by four. I've seen a bunch of Olympics, yeah, and this is the one I probably cared about the least. <laughs> I co- couldn't give a shit. Don't know anything about it. it I'm, I'm I'm kind of out of the loop as well. All, I mean, I hear the occasional thing, like you know, the, the, the Brazil is it's in Brazil. Yeah, we got a couple things we're gonna talk about, yeah, but yeah, I heard that. I mean, what I was following was the lead up to fucking Brazil because there's a subreddit. Called the Apocalypse 2016. Mm. They just tracked all the horrible things that were going on in Brazil, like mm. them not being ready, all the corruption that's going on. It's fucking nuts. Rape and what we got people. here, but I will say though, there's that the Olympics. I don't know why. I don't know how true this is. It seems to somehow display the best of humanity. Like that's in... kind of a thing. Not just in sports. I know there's something about. Don't you feel like the Olympics have some kind of magic where it like somehow brings people together? Like everyone's focused on one event and cheering for their countrymen and like. Not war, but competition. I I could feel like that. I mean, even going back to its roots in ancient Greece, that's kind of its. That's the that's the point. Anyway, but I, but I, dude, I'm jaded for days for the rest of my life. Well, what? Earth. Fair. You are a jaded dude. You're a cranky old man. You're gonna be a cranky old man sitting in your stoop. Really? Like a like a well, like but hopefully by like the time young I'm, Morgan Freeman when you're old. Hopefully by the time I'm I'm cranky and old, we'll have like. 
space. I don't know what, what do you call those things the Jetsons were in, like the those space high rise. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just be sitting on my space. Hey man, Elon, if you're still listening to the podcast, and why wouldn't you? You might as well commit to the whole episode. Yeah, like, make it seriously, happen. make it happen. I don't know the advantages of having, you know, in the Jetsons. What the hell were those things attached to? They were just they were at the ground, and every time it got too smoggy, but they never answered the question of why it was so smoggy. On the wait, ground. wait, it was too smoggy on like the it, ground. That's why. So every time it whoa. got every time, yeah, the Jetsons was um, a post. They didn't say this, but it was a post-apocalyptic world. So it was so jacked up on real Earth that they had to go. So the Jetsons is set on Earth. Yeah, like really far above Earth. Yes. Wow, that blows my mind. I never really thought about it. Probably got fucked up from all the spacely sprockets and everything like that. I guess so. But the funny thing is that all the people listening to this are like, what the fuck is the Jetsons? What? You guys don't know the Jetsons? It's a combination. That's the Simpsons. Oh, same thing. That's probably where the Simpsons stole it from. The Jetsons. No, I don't know. No, yeah. Da, 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 da. That was the actual it's Jetsons. Jane, his wife. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But yeah, like they lived in like pods. It looked like big... Yeah. Like, they look like flying saucers, except they had a really thin pole going from the middle, going down to like you never saw where the base was. And I guess, <laughs> which is never a good thing you want to hear someone say. To you. Hey, <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, so yes, I still feel that there, imagined or not, there is some kind of aura about the Olympics of like, wow, this is the world. Focus yeah, I get, I get, I get. It see brings out get a, really emotional things. Like, do you remember the Olympics in Atlanta with Carrie Strug, that um, gymnast? Okay, who like but that, that was, was nuts. That right? was crazy because she was breaking all. Now, has anyone broke anything yet? Like, uh, yes, but not live to tell the story. <laughs> what? Somebody died at the Olympics? No, like no, no. A- someone br- just broke their leg on the exact same event, the vault. Oh, this poor guy broke his leg. Oh, but he um, did. He didn't like push through. No, no, no. So that's the thing with Carrie. Like, she pretty much broke her shit in half. Yeah, this is the most. And then I can't went believe to they win haven't gold, made a I fucking think. movie about this. So uh, this is going off memory. I haven't researched this, but Carrie Strug was part of this Olympics, um, the American Olympics gymnast team in two thousand in nineteen ninety six. Right? Would have been ninety six. Sure, let's say that. Yeah, or ninety four, yeah. ninety six. Okay. I think uh, eighty two. I don't know. Math. Doesn't matter. Uh, and. She was like – this was like the golden generation of, of American Olympics. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those girls were like a superstar. And Carrie Strug was like kind of like the unassuming – like solid member of the team but not one of the top stars. Not the uh, – Just Dominic not the Dominic Marciano. I don't know why that name sticks out to me. But she was like the Do- all-star. Dominic Mochi because it was Marciano. Russian. Yeah, she was yeah. Ukrainian but she was American. Same thing. Anyway, uh, it comes to the last event of like the team finals and she has to like nail this vault. She has to like fucking – Smash it. She has like two attempts. Yeah. The second, the the first time, again, I'm paraphrasing here, but this is basically this, the, the idea. She runs up vaults, lands kind of awkwardly and like twists her ankle. Jacks it up. And like, she's like, oh, fuck. So what did she do? She just, she like, she can't land on it. She can kind of run on mm, it. Yeah. So because vault is the thing you fucking run, do off a little trampoline thing and fucking flip in the air. It sounds exactly like that. Yeah, that's the sound. Fuck, you're like Michael Winslow tonight. <laughs> um, and so she's up there with like a jacked up ankle. She has to stick this thing yeah. to win the gold for the Olympics. Gold. She runs down, runs down. People are not knowing what to do. She vaults, does the exact same trick, sticks the landing one-footed. Mm. And all you hear is, you America! Saying, Fuck yeah! <laughs> I mean, that kind of shit is like, that. I mean, look, I mean, that's Wow, like, John, you know what, John, you I That's 20 years ago, and I remember that. You just gave me shivers, and I don't right? even like my country. Yeah. So, it, okay. You do like I, gymnastics, though. I, yeah, who doesn't you like do gymnastics? Good, you wear who good, doesn't like flexing? You rock a good unitard. I, thank you. I enjoy the rings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all of that to say, 
is that I have a couple of uh, news stories here that show the beautiful, the powerful side of Go the Olympics. Go for it. Do it. Unfortunately, these Olympics are taking place in 2016 in fucking Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where corruption is rampant and all a bunch of fucked Just up things sixth happen. world With fucked up shit. Little kids starving. Minus and- sixth world. Kids yeah. starving, people getting held up. Yeah. So I have a series of news articles about that. And I will mm. keep updating this as the Olympics go on because it's a whole going thing. Here is my uh, – let's start off in the cynical side because we are cynical mm-hmm. bastards. Here is my <clears throat> favorite um, fucking headline of all time uh, regarding the Olympics. Reports claim Olympic kayaker capsized after hitting underwater sofa. <laughs> I'm not- <laughs> pause before I finish laughing. Is is this person alive? Yeah, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> Why the fuck did he do that? Why is there a sofa underwater? <laughs> wait, wait, is it like a silly? I mean, I don't. I don't yeah, even get into it. Um, okay, okay, this is it, from MSN.com. Uh, I'm just gonna read the real thing because the way this is written is hilarious. Uh, we may already have our strangest and most amusing story to come out of the Rio Olympic Games. Paul Kelso, a journalist of Sky Sports in the UK, reported on Friday that an Olympic kayaker has capsized after hitting a suburb couch. No, really. What? <laughs> the report, which immediately sparked the hashtag kayak sofa hashtag on Twitter, was not corroborated by anyone else. Nevertheless, the organizer taken seriously enough as they investigated. Apparently, he was this guy um, was training. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> And, like, was, yeah, just fucking in the ocean. And the o- the ocean, by the way, people are saying if you drink a teaspoon of this thing, you'll die. You'll get Z- A teaspoon? Yeah, you get Zifa or Zifa, whatever the fuck virus is, and you'll die. I thought that was just... This guy was training, hit a fucking sofa that was submerged in the ocean, and capsized. That is horrible. <laughs> yeah, but he's okay, so it's okay to laugh about it. Uh, but uh, why... The question is, why is there a damn sofa... <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, let me let me just check. I, uh, was it a really shitty sofa? Like, I, I'm actually pretty sure it was in the ocean, but let's, let me just double check. Here. It must have been like some. Wait, do they have lakes in? They have to have lakes. Probably in right after he has the turn. Story star. Blah blah blah. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> there's someone made a Twitter account called Kayak Sofa <laughs> at Rio Kayak Sofa. So there was minding my own business. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so that freaking happened. Right okay, to offset that, here is a beautiful, uplifting story. Okay, uh, an Olympic Syrian refugee refugee uh, is in the Olympic Games. She's like a young girl, and she is kind of made famous not just for her abilities at swimming, but for the fact that she saved a, a boat full of Syrian refugees uh, by swimming for twenty hours. Mm. Oh, sorry. A boat carrying 20 people. She saved a boat carrying 20 people? Yeah. Oh, hold on. See. Every answer. Blah, 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 blah. Her name is Yusara Mardini. And yes, she represents Syria. She's living in Germany because refugee crisis. Uh, right. Let's see here. She Thanks, and America. Mardini is... Oh, Achievements are almost incomprehensible. This is according to the independent.co.uk. She and her sisters are responsible for saving, for helping to save the lives of 20 people, including their own, after jumping off their sinking dinghy in the Aegean Sea and pushing their boat to land. She's competing in the 100-meter butterfly and freestyle, blah, 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 blah. Mardini is, was a talented swimmer in war-torn Damascus and professionally backed by the Syrian Olympic Committee. But as the unrest... In the country escalated, she would find herself training in pools where ruse had been blown by the bombings. 
So she decided to leave uh, Syria and go to, to Europe, I guess. How does that happen? She's like, fuck it, I'm out. I guess so. She fucking got in a boat, I guess. <laughs> uh, oh, and is that where she saved the 20 people from the boat? Uh, yeah. Oh, fun. So let's see here. Damascus being increasingly unstable, and Mardini and her sister, just the two of them, left Syria traveling through Lebanon and Turkey before trying to reach Greece. Uh, 30 minutes after setting off from Turkey, the motor on their boat, which is meant for six people, which was carrying 20, uh. began to fail. Most of those on board could not swim. With no other alternative, Mardini, her sister Sarah, and two strong swimmers jumped in the sea and swam for three hours in open water to stop their dinghy from capsizing, eventually reaching Lesbos. <laughs> Lesbos. Shit. Yeah, man. Three hours? In open water. Three? Pulling a boat full of 20 fucking people. That's amazing. Yeah. Jeremiah's in shock right now. I'm just... Dude, fuck my life. I need to stop complaining about everything. You do complain about a lot of shit. But, I mean, I'm black, so I got a little bit of a right. So, but... (laughs) In general... Damn, that's so gangster. That's pretty gangster. I don't complain about as much shit as some people we know. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do know who you're talking about. Oh, we have some juice to talk about that. Anyway... Okay, that's that's a pretty uplifting story. That's beauty, beautiful, right? Let me see. I don't have my shit in order, so I because the kayak story I thought was pretty fucking good. Uh, what about the kiss? <clears throat> oh, that kiss is an uplifting one. So let's go with this one. There, this is not really a fucked up story. This is actually kind of a nice story. But there is a swimmer from China named Fu Huanhui who's become a Chinese internet sensation on Weibo. You know, what Weibo is it's like their version of, uh, of everything. Yeah, it's like gotcha. Twitter, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. Banking. We bowl. <laughs> like, here's a quick video, and obviously Jer- neither Jeremiah and I can speak Chinese. But totally can. For those of you listening at home, here we go. I'll play this video, Jeremiah and I can see it, and you guys will be able to hear it. So she just finished an event. <laughs> so I have some translations about this, but... <laughs> Look how goofy she looks. Isn't she adorable? Her face is awesome. I mean, did she get like good scores on this? Uh, that feels like a natural place to stop. I don't know. Uh, she placed third uh, in the woman, the women's 100 meter backstroke with a time of 58.95. The winner was 58.84. So pretty close in there. She- but the funny thing is the thing she said. Um, I have some quotes here. Let's see here. Let's see here. She just won the hearts of tens of thousands of netizens for her sincere and funny remarks after the women's 100-meter back stroke. Wait, wait. Before you say what she says, yeah. I'm going to try and guess what she was okay, saying cool. from her facial expression. I don't think you'll be able to guess it, but go ahead. Okay. I feel like she was coming from... Wait, wait. For, I'll, I'll give you a little hint. So, as soon as she came out, apparently the reporter told her the, her time. Uh uh-huh. She just told her her time. Right. Okay, okay. And so I can tell by her face, she's, she's, she's like, oh, okay. She's, she's coming from a humble but congratulatory kind of like pat on the back kind of feeling. And she's like, oh, well, that's, that's cool. That's not as good as I wanted. You know, the problem is these bathing suits they gave us, they give one fuck hell of a wedgie. Like, <laughs> I, like I feel like that's what she's going through, right? I feel like she's like just complaining but being nice about the wedgie. She's like, it's, it, it rides up just it's mildly uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's that's what I feel like. We'll have to check the footage to see if it really does. But that's not quite what uh, she said. That's not what she said? Damn! <laughs> I thought she was talking about the wedgie. So the reporter told her her time. And she was like, a quote, 58.95. I thought I did 59 seconds. 
Wow, am I so flat, so fast? I am very pleased. <laughs> she told the journalist she was not holding back, but that she used all of her quote mystical powers. <laughs> Even and for the, in this article, I'm reading uh, what's on Weibo.com. Okay, uh, it has Chinese characters and literally translate to power strong enough to change the universe. That's gangster. That's, That's the T-shirt, dude. It's the chi. That's what it is. It's the chi. And then the reporter asked her if she was, had a high... Because she, she qualified for the finals. This is, this is a qualifying heat, whatever. Right. And she was asked if she had high expectations for the finals. And apparently Fu answered by saying, Not at all. I am already very pleased. <laughs> <laughs> and so, he, okay, so I was right on the on, on the humility. Like, yeah. Oh God, yeah and like that? self-deprecating, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she's been nicknamed the comedian in the swimming profession. Nice. And like, look at this, dude. Speaking of her facial expressions, right? Look at this. It's become a thing to like <laughs> pose as her. That's There's art as her from screen caps. Wow, it is hilarious, man. What's her name? Fu Yuanhui, the one to look for at these Olympics. Because I love yeah. people who are funny. Yeah. obviously. So you were my you my girl. I'm backing you. Fuck Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps can suck a dick. He might smoke enough marriage you want. Well, a glass <laughs> penis. There you go. Hey, um, there's photos of it. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, you mentioned the kiss that apparently that everyone is looking. For. I don't understand why. I mean, I didn't read the story. I saw a picture. I was like, okay, I don't have enough time to. to it's quite a beautiful right story. Um, let's see here. Brazilian Olympic Games player Isadora Cerulo. I'm going to go with Cerulo. Said yes when partner Marjorie Enya proposed to her on the pitch at rugby sevens. So uh, Isabella Cerulo, Miss Cerulo, is uh, a rugby player representing Brazil at the Olympics, mm. and her partner, her girlfriend, her now fiance, is a who is, is a volunteer who works for the Olympics. And apparently, at the end of one of the warm ups or whatever the whatever the rugby sevens are, proposed to her. They said yes. They kissed, and it was quite beautiful. Lovely. It's the first. Ever a proposal at an Olympic Games? I have read that. I am going to doubt that. It seems wrong, right? That but seems just totally impossible. Let's see here. Maybe uh, it's the first televised. Maybe, no, I think maybe the. F- well, yeah, it's not the first proposal ever in the universe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, you said the first proposal ever at an Olympic Games. I'm saying, I'm sure. Hundreds of thousands of whatever. See, well, maybe same-sex marriage has been legal in Brazil since 2013. Good on you, Brazil. Beating America. Maybe that's it. Maybe. And many are claiming – so this is just bad journalism. Thanks a lot, news.com.au. Uh, many, many are claiming that this is the first marriage proposal at the Games. It's the first I can think of. Well, first at the Brazilian Games, yes. Check this out. Okay. Cerulo, right, the, the rugby player, uh, she was graduating from Columbia University – on her way to becoming a doctor. In the States? In the States. Hmm. But she got called up to represent her country in rugby. Okay. This is an interesting woman. Random. Get it done. Yeah. But yeah, there's a beautiful picture of the kiss. It's lovely. It's in the show notes. Well framed. This is a very good photograph. I will say that. <laughs> Other fans are in the background. Balloons and stuff. Oh, check it in the show notes, folks. John appreciates it. I do appreciate it. I love love in all its forms. He... Just really likes the framing of the photo. It's not, it's not <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That's pretty good. Yeah, fun times. I feel like I should have a last but not which, least thing here. Let's but well, before you get to your last but not least, which would you say you enjoy more? Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics? Huh, that's tough. I mean, like, they all have certain events that... Okay, if you had five... If the Olympics could only be five events... You mean if you could con- if you could condense the Summer Olympics to five and the Winter Olympics to five, which ones would it be? Or both of them 
into only five events out of out of the two. Which yeah, definitely dressage. I keep hearing <laughs> so many complaints about you just saying that because you know that's the only. It's the stupidest. It's For those of you that don't know, no one, oh God. congratulations. Dressage <laughs> is that stupid fucking sport where people on horseback and wearing fancy clothes prance around a circle? I don't. They they essentially, they they try to get their horse to do choreographed movements. Yeah, it's like, it's like if the World Cup all of a sudden had like fucking dog Obstacle course. Yeah, it's the most random thing. It's it's like yeah, it's it's a dog show, but for horses in the Olympics. Right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with let's see here, women's beach volleyball. That's pretty damn. That's damn. That's I can't beat that one. Women's indoor volleyball. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What else shows a bunch of skin? Everything. Swimming. Everything shows. Are the girls who built her swim. Okay. Actually, with this in mind, race of uh, running, running, uh, depending on the dash. But yeah, right. Uh, the the sprints usually have the more musculars, and the the meters have the right more spelt. Speaking though, Jeremiah of Listening. of Olympics and women and objectifying them, there is a subreddit called the Olympics. Okay. O H L Y M. Do you know much about Reddit, by the way? I am very right. familiar. Perfect. With. So this is the Reddit, and let me just show you what the top. Okay, first the description. Anything that makes you go oh, or sexually, or is sexually invigorating from the Olympic Games. Okay. <laughs> it's basically just a pervert's website. Right. It's just pictures from not all of Reddit, but just this. Look this, at this. So this, this is the top piece. link. This is just a Swedish volleyball player hitting the ground and her oh. her boobies jiggling. Oh God! Thanks a lot. That's in that's in the show notes. Olympics. No, seriously. Okay. So based. So what would be my five sports based on like what I what's fun to watch? I guess. In the yeah. Olympics? I mean, just in general, or just what you yeah, what you enjoy. You personally Look, enjoy the most. It may be because of that fucking story I just told, but probably I would put gymnastic women's gymnastics. It's actually pretty cool to watch people yeah. flip. And like, but like, in all the different events you get, you got vault, you got pummel horse, you got the uneven bars, floor routine, all that shit's amazing. Hmm. I'm such a nerd. So you could just say gymnastics is one, but but I don't like watching the guy too. Olympics, the the guy gymnastics. I don't know something about the watching a 13 year old Chinese girl flip around that I enjoy. <laughs> On my dick. Next, we're gonna start hearing you sing Sailor Moon. <laughs> That's awful. No, okay, so so legitimately. Oh, gosh, okay, Legitimately, okay. women's gymnastics. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of drama. I mean, like when you get like sprints, like hurdles and stuff. I feel like that's pretty good too, right? I feel like Usain Bolt deserves to be there. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't mind running. So yeah, the sprints and the and the dashes. Um, Let me bring up actually all the Olympic events. How about that? And then you have, but what what is there in winter? You got skiing. You got snowboarding. Snowboarding. See, I like any kind of really exciting high flying. Like it, Olympic Games almost need to entertain me to us. <laughs> exactly right, which is why fuck a dressage. Beach volleyball, I'm actually yeah, I'm that's actually pretty your, dumb. The two American girls from the past couple Olympics that were such a big deal that was quite fun. And it's watch. not just, I mean, not not just that they're aesthetically pleasing, but they are. Uh, but the fact they got mad skill, yeah. Like, like if I were to go out there with them on the beach, I would get my ass beat. Absolutely, man. You yeah. were not even on the beach, just like in real life. Yeah, in real life, it would beat you up. Golf is an Olympic event. Shut the front door. The fuck? 
Yeah, I'm just looking at um, Olympics.com, uh, Olympics.org slash sports. Uh, fencing? I feel like I should watch more fencing. Oh, the first uh, Muslim on the U.S. fencing team. Actually, Michelle Obama went out there to support her. Was she the one that was like meant to be the flag carrier, but they gave it to Phelps? Because that possibly, was the thing too. Possibly. Michael Phelps was the assumed flag bearer. I think he really was the flag bearer, but they wanted to give to this Muslim girl. Yeah, so she, she's on the fencing team. She wears her her uh, her hijab under that. Yeah, kudos to her. Do your thing. Trampoline. Like I haven't seen much trampoline. <gasps> Synchronized swimming. That's a fun one because it's so weird. See, that's what you know. What that's that's one way I would appreciate dressage. Throw them fucking horses in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be uh, oh because that's a question which sports would you like to combine <laughs> you could do that as well fucking Sing. dressage and fencing <laughs> no cycling and fencing any of these dude like I could just look at the whole list Ca- canoe slalom and archery <laughs> oh that's that's a question right there Oh God! Hockey <laughs> and boxing—that's oh, already a thing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. already just hockey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's so many events that I didn't even realize were fucking events, like taekwondo. I think I knew that, but they have ping pong, don't they? Is uh, that summer? It doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like they have that. They do have badminton. They do have judo. Golf kind of just blew my mind. Why wouldn't they just have a general like mixed martial arts Olympics? Like, okay, fuck you. Your yes. fighting style is the best. Bring it out and it's in Brazil too. You think Brazil would want to go? Holy shit, jujitsu, baby! Yeah, or let's see. So the Winter Olympics. Uh, you know what's fun? What's the one where they fucking like have like they ski, 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 and then they shoot stuff? The biathlon. They ski in the biathlon. Yeah, yeah. The, the biathlon. It's ski, it's bi, so it's two. It's skiing and then shooting. So like you fucking Nordic track. Ah, uh, you do the Nordic track, track, cross track, country, Nordic track, Nordic track, Nordic track, cross country, BB gun, BB gun, BB gun, Nordic, Nordic track, Nordic track, Nordic track. <laughs> Nordic Track is an actual brand name, I think. Yeah. Well, Nordic Track is the machine that mimics <laughs> looks, cross-country that looks skiing. like you're cross- cross-country skiing. Nordic Track. And curling is a fucking thing. That so, was white people at their at their apex. Oh, I would combine shooting and curling. So you have people fucking curling, and you shoot at the people curling because they're fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> or, or, dude, figure skating and taekwondo. Oh, there's blood. There Dude, we mine. have to make this a thing. The combined Olympics. Combined Olympics. We need to come up with some. some good Hang Gang. If you have any suggestions for combined sports that you want to see, tweet at us it at Good Hang Podcast. Please. Dude. Uh, yeah, so that's. Ice skating and taekwondo. Dude, right? somebody's dead. Somebody is dead. Water polo and Greco Roman wrestling. Whoever can it's drown kind of the same thing, isn't it? Whoever can drown them. Oh, table tennis. Dude, table, my bad. Table tennis. Is okay, ping pong. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, crazy. All right. Well, anyway, that's all the news that is fit to talk about on this here podcast. What about table tennis and gymnastics? Where would they hide the ball? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I could do this all day. I could just look at this fucking chart and just come up with different fucking sports because that would be so much fun. Okay. Yeah. Send that in. Tweet it or Twitter it. Actually, it's all, all of really what I have in my violent things. Like, I want to combine shooting with diving. Like, the person dives off and you fucking, like, skeet shoot him. Try not to be so violent. Try to be creative and hilarious. Yeah, try to be creative and hilarious. Uh, I'll put the links, olympic.org uh, slash sports. You can look at this little handy guide here with all these little stick figures. Combine your sports. Send them in at Good Hang Podcast. Bonus points if you can do a drawing of it. Ooh. Top five. Top five. No, no. I wanted to combine sports. 
That's what I'm saying. Top five combined sports. Oh, like, okay. you know, because if they combine like 30, then you'll be. No, but come up with cool ones. Like, for example, okay, if cool you ones. combine uh, luge with, I don't know, uh, horse. No, horse riding. So it's like horses on a luge. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. All right, we've reached the point where it's time to call it an end. We are not tipsy at all. Actually, I'm not bad. Yet. Cheers, man. Jeremiah, Cheers. thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for stepping in. Woo. You are clutch. You are our sixth man. If this was a basketball analogy, instead you're just a third man. Okay. I'm all right, it. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you remember what to say to say goodbye to everyone? What our outro phrase is? Uh, we'll say it on the count of three. Ready? I, I don't remember. One, two, three. Thanks for the hang. Yeah, thanks for the hey. It's something. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. I don't know, something about the, watching a 13-year-old Chinese girl flip around that I enjoy. <laughs>